Hi, friends. Welcome to the Seek Holy Living podcast with Christus Faboda. I am a wife to my wonderful husband, mom to my five precious children, and a friend to some amazing moms that I can't wait to introduce to you. Mothering is not a journey meant to be traveled alone. Join me every Monday for a new podcast where you will find hope, joy, and purpose. Happy Christmas week! I hope this finds you well. This final week of Christmas preparations and celebrations can be so life-giving, but keeping it real, this week can also stir up some heightened emotions of anxiety, disappointment, and stress, the opposite of what you would hope for at Christmas time. Joining us today are two very insightful moms who are both masters at recognizing and addressing the signs of anxiety that can creep into our hearts and homes during the holidays. Michelle Akrami, Mama to Five Kiddos, is back with us today, and I'm so glad to introduce you to our new friend, Rebecca McAllister, mom to a four- and seven-year-old. Well, thank you guys so much for being here with me today. This is going to be so much fun, and what a wonderful time to get to be talking about Christmas and just everything that comes along with the Christmas week. And one of the things that I have seen in my home over the years is that as a mom and as a wife and watching my children, that it seems like this Christmas week when everything starts boiling down to actually being Christmas, that sometimes there can be this anxiety that creeps in and begins to come and be present in my heart during times that I think, wait, no, this is not supposed to feel like this. This is supposed Mm. to be exciting. Or I'll see it in different ways in my children. Mm. And I'll see just different behavior that I think, wait a minute, like this is coming, this is stemming from somewhere. This is not just coming out of nowhere. Something, this is coming from somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so I'm really glad that we can have a conversation today just about the Christmas week and sometimes the anxiety that, that holidays can bring. So I wanted to kind of jump in. It's a little bit personal, but I think that probably most moms deal with it. And a lot of us just don't talk about it because we think that everyone else has it together. Cause like you don't post your anxiety on Instagram. You post your like happy Christmas selfies, you know? So how have you guys seen that? Like that Christmas time anxiety start creeping into your heart during times that you think, no, that's not what I'm supposed to be feeling right now. Have you felt it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think for me, it comes around when like family is, family time is coming up with family you don't see all the time and those kinds of things. And it starts creeping in when you, mm-hmm. I should probably clean the house because my mother is coming or I should mm-hmm. probably get that thing yeah. done or... Or, oh, I forgot, I didn't make time to go see the candy canes get made. Mm -hmm. And especially towards the end of the season, when you start feeling the rush of like, Mm -hmm. oh, I forgot that gift for so-and-so or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Totally. Yeah. What about you, Michelle? What do you think? Definitely. I mean, I, even with planning and trying to be intentional, there's always that, especially week before Christmas, where it's that... You can even sense it when you're going out and about, you know, everybody's hurried and (laughs) stressed and, um, you know, the total opposite of what you desire the season to be, you know, but I know, um, yeah, the, the stress starts to mount. Same thing. It's like, I think performance and having that feeling as a mom, like everything relies on me, Mm -hmm. um, 
and just really taking that burden on can just really crush you if you let it. And then you're Mm -hmm. at, at least I'm speaking from me, like your attitude can go sour and then it just can spread. And you're like, okay, this is just not how it's supposed to be. Like you said. Yeah. Well, and I think one of the things you said, it should, like I should have Mm. had my house cleaned. Like other people have their house cleaned. I should have this done. Or there's this expectation that I think that I should have more things done or Mm -hmm. the things we, like you said, that we should have done during the season that maybe we didn't do that. I think maybe. Or the places you dropped the ball. Right. Like, yeah. oh, I started the advent calendar and I got to day six. Yes. And it is now oh, day 23 and I <laughs> should catch up. Cram it. <laughs> yeah. So we're just going to cram it all in because that's what you're supposed yeah. to do. Right, right. Yeah. So figuring out like what what actually matters in this mm-hmm. moment and what who's yeah. setting, who is even setting these expectations? Yes. Like yes. who says yeah. I should have done all these things? True. And the things that are for our mm. children too, thinking... Okay, if I can yeah. like look through their eyes, because again, when you said Michelle, like, what do I, what do I want this to be for them this mm-hmm. week? That if it is that we wanted to finish an advent, then maybe we say because we've done this where we have this countdown thing that we do where there's like a a thing we open each day, yeah. Yeah. except the days that you don't, <laughs> and then it's the end of the time and you haven't done those things. Um, yes. we've done one with candles mm. where we light a candle at different weeks, except then mm. it, with, I kept wanting to wait for special family nights to do it and work schedules yeah. just kept being weird. So yeah. we never got to do it. And I was looking at the wreath and realized we've only lit one of the four candles and it's Christmas mm. week. And so, but just stopping and saying, okay, we're just going to do three tonight. And yeah. that's so fun. It's and okay. the kids don't care, you know, but we set these expectations mm-hmm. on ourselves. And I think how you frame it for your kids is what makes it like with your anxiety. If your anxiety is high and over the top, Mm -hmm. then your kids reflect that back to you Mm -hmm. versus it being you reflecting calmness to them. Because if I tell them, guess what? We do three candles tonight. They don't know Mm -hmm. the difference and they don't care. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Well, and that kind of leads into my next question really well, too, is where do you see anxiety creeping in for your children mm-hmm. in your homes? Yeah. Um, I know my oldest struggles with anxiety and I think for her, it's how the mood is set and what mm-hmm. I've done. Cause I struggle with it also. So if I'm having an anxious day, I have to be transparent and tell her, Hey, mom's having a hard day. I feel anxious this is what I do for myself and teach her those tools too. Mm-hmm. So I personally journal. Um, it's a big help for me. And then I also do different things where like, hey, we're going to light all of the candles <laughs> with all of the good smelling things mm, and yeah. talk about it and focus on something else other than what we're feeling or talk about where it is in her body or things like that to help her understand like, no, it's okay that you're feeling it and it's real. Mm-hmm. but y- your anxiety doesn't control you at the end of the day. You control it, but you have to be in control too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. I know. I mean, I don't have anything more to add. That was just so good. Yeah. But I know for me, the signs of my kids when they're getting anxious is, you know, they start acting out or, you know, there could be just more sibling conflict, you know, and it's, that's a tell all sign that something's off, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's like, okay, let's regroup. Let's go outside. Let's, you know, in that moment. But I think also for us, um, something, you know, 
to keep the anxiety in check, I know is like just not to go at a fast pace. If mm. I'm, which is so hard. Yes. Especially like everything against time. our culture. Totally. You know, and it's, it's hard, but I think it's just deciding mm-hmm. beforehand what you will and won't do, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, just, I think it's just, you have to be a good observer of your kids and your family. Okay. How did this activity affect them, mm-hmm. you know, and how does this affect them? And I'm growing in this, but it's, I think having a like natural cadence where, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's, I mean, you could lay out a whole calendar, the month of December, and even in your city, you could have something going on every night if yeah. you wanted oh, to, easy. you know, <laughs> yeah. but you can't like that would just, oh my goodness. I can just feel anxious Kill thinking it. about it, you know, <laughs> but I think, um, for us, something we've learned is like to follow a natural rhythm to have like you know, a day of like high activity and then follow it with a lower day of more Mm. rest at home, you know, and just kind of checking the barometer, sort of speak of like how, what your Mm -hmm. family needs, you know, because you need those high activity days that are just really exciting. And then you need those days where you need to kind of recuperate. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I think that's important too, in knowing your kids' hearts that Mm -hmm. maybe you're Mm -hmm. the type mom that says like, I would love to do an activity every single day. Yeah. And that would be so fun. Yeah. But if you know, even just one of your children's hearts says like, no, that would not be fun. Actually staying home and having no expectations for a day would be really fun. Yeah. And really bless them and leaving space for that to serve Mm. the entire family Mm -hmm. rather than just serving, you know, whatever your mom Right. Personality is. Yeah. And I think you're right. I see the acting out a lot too Mm. in the like just general behaviors Mm -hmm. that, which I mean, is kind of what we do too. We just don't call them fits. (laughs) Right. We just call them like, (laughs) I'm sorry. I got my temper was short or I'm sorry. I was frustrated, but I need more coffee. Right. Yes. (laughs) But like in all actuality, probably did throw a grown up fit. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but when we see that in our kids knowing, okay, this is, this is coming from somewhere yeah. Um, what's the deal? How are we going to slow this down? Mm-hmm. And I think too, for your kids, especially if you have an anxious kid setting boundaries for them and saying, these are the boundaries that we have set as a family. Mm-hmm. So like, and for them to be able to see that too, yeah. and giving them the opportunity to speak into that and lean into who they are. Cause maybe you mm-hmm. have one kid who thrives on all the people and wants to see all yes. the things and wants to see the cousins every day and wants to do all the <laughs> things. But you have another child who can't do those things. So incorporating them into the practice and process of rest Mm -hmm. too and having rest in the season because without rest, you're not going to feel good about it at the end of all of it and anxiety is going to control the whole season. Yeah. So incorporating them into that and saying like, okay, so Monday we're doing this. What do you think we should do Tuesday? Are we on the same page? Mm -hmm. Like, well, mom, I really want to do that. Well... But this isn't great for sissy. What do you think about this? Mm-hmm. Well, this is better for brother. Well, we got to try. So come yeah. on, let's talk together. And That's wonderful. And I think if I could go on a little bunny trail off of that, I think that's where mom guilt can come in too, mm-hmm. where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, if I say no to this activity, it's going to crush them. It's going to whatever. And it's like, but if you really feel like your family actually does need just a little bit of space to just be at home or mm-hmm. whatnot and say no to something have the free, like if it's going to be life-giving for you and for, you know, your family, I don't know. That's one of those things where you have to say no. Mm -hmm. And I'm growing in that myself, you know, but 
no guilt. You know what I mean? But I think too, if you have mom guilt, you're not going to, you're going to lean in more to your anxieties and more into the problems of the season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you're going to let those things control you at the end of the day. And some of that even goes in with family commitments and all Mm -hmm. of that as well. Like, so if this is being shared actually the week of Christmas, looking at your week, if you know your heart's already in that place, like, Mm -hmm. or your kids where you lay down and you realize like your jaw's already clenched when you lie in bed, you're like, no, that's not healthy. And something's not right. And knowing I don't have to say yes to every single thing this week, even Mm -hmm. like, Maybe some of the things that we had on our calendar, like what can we cross off? Even simple things mm. like, but we were supposed to make homemade cinnamon rolls. Like maybe you go get a can of Pillsbury cinnamon <laughs> rolls or like yes. buy one, some from a bakery mm-hmm. that would bless the bakery yeah. and be able to like take that burden off of you. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, I think in the end, like if I'm looking from like December 26th, back on the week. Mm. I think my kids would be better served and my husband would be better served with a less stressed, less anxious wife than the wife who made the homemade cinnamon rolls. Like maybe you just light a cinnamon roll candle (laughs) and buy the cinnamon rolls, you know, but it's hard. I have a hard time letting those things go when they're things that I've said, but this is what we've always done. Mm -hmm. But nobody else has a hard time with letting it go. It's just me. Like, why do we put, why do we do that? Yeah. And I think we can always go back. Like if you stand at December 26th and look back at your week, if it didn't work last year, it's not going to necessarily work or Mm -hmm. not work this year. Mm -hmm. Like you're allowed to change Mm -hmm. it and let things go and do different things too. And isn't that actually a wonderful thing to teach our kids too? Like even in it, cause there mm-hmm. are certain kids that will say like personalities like, but wait, we yes. didn't make the cinnamon rolls that maybe we say, you know what? Mm-hmm. I realized I could not be a nice mom and do that this week. I was going to really be grumpy. Mm-hmm. And I thought, Hmm, could I be a grumpy mom? Or maybe we wait and make cinnamon rolls after new year's. And that will be a fun thing to do. Yeah. And they're probably going to be okay with it. Totally. And if they're mm-hmm. not, then maybe it's a chance to still teach them. This is like, this is healthy boundary setting. Yeah. Yeah. And that's good too. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about family. Cause I found, I do think that sometimes when you're like getting all the family together, that for our hearts, all of a sudden expectations can go to a new place. I'm mm-hmm. like, everyone needs to act a certain way and make sure that they all are really appreciative of everything they were <laughs> given. And just all of the, all of the, everything that comes with families. Cause like, you can't take that off your calendar at Christmas. Like that's an important thing. So where do you see like that kind of stir up of anxiety or I don't know, anxious feelings in your kids or yourself relating to family things? And how have you helped to serve your family in those to make it a joyful thing and not something that's a burden, but a blessing? Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, I think one thing that's really been helpful is watching what my expectations are, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. kind of just, mm-hmm. I, I heard at some point, like just even in motherhood, just have zero expectations, like shoot for goals and all <laughs> that, but really like keep your expectations low and that really helps, you know? But, um, I think, I think just remembering 
like what will my kids remember? And are you speaking of extended family or is it mainly just like I guess your I think extended because when I okay. think of our family by ourselves, like yeah. that's fun right. and light. And like that can be all controlled and yes. we all know each other and stuff. For sure. But especially for our family, most of our family was out of the state growing up. Okay. So we didn't even see them except for a couple times a year. Mm. And then now with my kids, when we yeah. get to go and see other family, like they don't even necessarily remember all of the people Mm -hmm. and so we'll like have to go over ahead of time like okay who are we gonna be with and you know and just talk talking through that because it's just it's just a different environment and it's not something you're in so adding the people and the heightened Mm -hmm. like stress that can come and expectations of how what am I what's expected of me Mm -hmm. and I guess that's one of the things I've really realized for us is it comes back to expectations of what am I expecting of them and do they know what's expected of them right Mm -hmm. that if I can say okay here's what we're doing and this is all that I'm expecting of you Mm -hmm. and you don't have to do Mm -hmm. anything else you don't have to say anything extra or do anything extra or any of that like this is all that it is then it's like this weight gets lifted off. Yes. Oh, I just have to say thank you after I receive a gift. And when my kids were little, I had a friend who I saw, she posted something about doing this. I thought it was such a good idea that she did practice present time with her little kids. And it was when they were really small because I haven't done it for years because now my older kids have modeled it for my younger kids. So Mm -hmm. they know Firstborns don't know. Yeah. They don't know oh, what yeah. to do. Yeah. yeah. And so we practice with like stuffed animals, <laughs> giving out presents. How do you hand a present and tell someone Merry Christmas when you do it? Mm. And then when you open it, going over and telling them thank you so that they know that it was meaningful and not just opening it and being done with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it took the practicing when I just had little kids for them to even know what to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then it took off the stress and it wasn't stressful because yes. we had practiced. Yeah. But that's setting a clear boundary for your kids though, too, and giving them the expectation. This is what it looks like. This is how you take care of it. Mm -hmm. This is what you do. Because if they've never been there, they don't know. Mm -hmm. And if you have an anxious kid, then they start running the scenarios in their own head that might not even be real. Mm -hmm. And they don't even know that that's what it looks like because mm-hmm. my family, both my husband and I come from divorced homes. So we have eight grandparents, wow. all the Christmases. We are very <laughs> blessed with all of the wonderful <laughs> adults and it's different. It's different in every home, how mm-hmm. every adult handles Christmas and what's expected mm-hmm. and what they do and how you do it and all of those things. So I think it's one of those things that to be able to explain like, well, we still show gratitude even if it's not what Mm -hmm. that thing that you had envisioned, Mm -hmm. you still can be gracious and say thank you. And I've done that too, where I've set up my kids and been like, look, let's practice presents. You want to try? And they're like, sure. So even food, I know for some kids, food is a real point of stress or like anxiousness or fear. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I mean, it kind of was for me. I think I just got accustomed now thinking back to being in like my childhood. I just knew there were certain places where we would eat with certain people that I would know. I'm not going to like any of these things. <laughs> and my mom knew and she didn't make it a thing. My parents no. didn't make it a thing, but it's because I knew this isn't a normal place. So there's no expectation that mm. I eat all of these things. And I knew how my parents wanted me to handle it, the food in the different place. And so I handled it that way yeah. and I knew I wasn't going to go hungry, but I also knew I didn't have to eat those crunchy onions <laughs> that were in those things that were not normal for us. So I think food can also be a real point of fear for right. certain kids. Right. Yeah. 
I think Mm. too, if you set it up like your mom did set it up and say, well, if you really don't like it, come talk to me and I'll help you and I'll help you figure it out. Like no matter where you are, you are part of your kid's team Mm -hmm. and your kids deserve to know that. And they deserve to know that we are a team no matter where Mm -hmm. we are. Because I think, especially for my family with all of the dynamics and all of the adults and the things and the, it's one of those things that my kids deserve to know that Mm -hmm. like, no, I'm still here and I'm supporting you. Mm -hmm. Even if I feel anxious about the role I play in this story too, we can get through it together Mm -hmm. and we're on the same team. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We've had time too, where when we've been in big group settings where I've purposefully taken time to like pull away with my kids to have a little time, even if it's not like intentional time, but just when I can tap, I can tell that one of their hearts is you know, getting kind of stirred in some way or another, Mm -hmm. just to pull aside and have a little bit of time just to check in and maybe Mm. not even to say, how's your heart? Maybe not even to go right, like right to it, but just to have like a nice conversation of a still moment away from whatever the hecticness is, even if it's not bad hecticness, a lot of people who are not normally the people who are all together (laughs) feels different. Yeah. Yeah. So Mm. that's been good. Okay. So if, If you as a mom feel like, okay, it's Christmas week, I'm already like feeling it myself, or I know my other kids, my kids are already feeling it. What are some tools that you use that you would use for yourself or that you would use to help your kids through to like get past some of those, that anxiousness? Mm -hmm. Um, For me, working out helps a lot. Um, being active and teaching them like move your body, go outside, do something. Mm-hmm. Um, those things help get mm-hmm. out like just the general jitters of all the things. Um, I journal. Um, okay, when you say you journal, what does that look like for you? Uh, usually, it's a conversation with God. Hey, God, I'm feeling. I need help. I need support. I need something, or just expressing I'm feeling all these things and. Nah, not dear diary. Mine's like, Hey God, uh-huh. usually that's where it goes for me. Um, yeah, but those are things that help me the most, or, um, I do vitamin supplements too, sometimes with direction from a nutritionist and how to take care of my anxiety that mm-hmm. way. But that's interesting. You talking about even exercising like that's So against a regular routine of Christmas mm-hmm. week, you know, <laughs> when you think about like the things you're doing yeah. and but keeping those things that keep you healthy. Let's be clear though. It's not intense and it's usually about a half hour. Like I'm not a gym rat. I don't, obviously I don't do things like that. It's just more to like Mm -hmm. use my body's natural gifts that God gave me. Mm -hmm. Like there's a reason endorphins work. Like, so I'm going to use them to my Mm -hmm. advantage instead of if I don't work out my Mm -hmm. anxiety. Yeah is through the roof and then I start spinning and it turns into a terrible spiral of, mm-hmm. well, I should have and I could have and I didn't and what did I forget and oh my gosh and who did I forget and all of those things and yeah. it's not worth it. So, well, Michelle, I've seen you so post like in your Instagram stories about pictures of your walks in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that has been a game changer for me. I I, st- I, I used to run a little bit, you know, um, years ago, but I just recently got back into it because just after quarantine, I was just like, I need an outlet, you know? Um, and same thing. It's like 20, 25 minutes, nothing big, but just to get a little bit of sweat going and just clear my mind, you know? Um, and that's for our kids too. Mm -hmm. Like we actually started running with our kids twice a week in the morning, just a little half a mile, but just it's, it's good for all of us, you know, but in that week, 
um, right before Christmas too, is, you know, if, if it's more me that's needing a break, I will not, I will kick the mom guilt to the, the side and just say, Hey guys, we're going to watch a special Christmas movie or whatever. And mm-hmm. just do that. And yeah. like, say no to the to-do list for an hour, or maybe they watch it and you just go rest on the couch. If you just need some of that space, you know, again, it's like that oxygen mask thing, you know, if you can just take care of yourself in that moment, if you're spinning, like you're saying, um, doing that for yourself and then afterwards re-enter and then, you know, just in a better mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I've done that is funny because I feel like it seems silly, but to me, when everything else in the world feels like it's like too much, mm. it's just like, ah, oh, there's just, there's these expectations or it's kind of just spinning, you know, mm-hmm. it feels like the world's kind of spinning around you is if I can have my space in order, then I feel so much better about life. It's like, okay. <laughs> I can take on the world because I'm not going to trip on something on the floor, (laughs) but having a family with four children and by Christmas, now I'll have five, he'll be here with us. Come, come this podcast. Um, but thinking about like, how do I make that happen and keep our home in a place that is going to keep my heart at peace. And Mm -hmm. now mind you, I don't have to have everything where it goes, but something I've done that I, I don't know. It kind of bothers me still, but it's something that keeps my head right is I'll even get out a laundry basket and just gather up all of the stuff. And we have a lot of laundry baskets because we have a lot of people in our house. So there's (laughs) always a laundry basket somewhere I can use. Um, And I'll just like gather the things because sometimes I, sometimes there isn't the time to say, Hey, I need you to do this job and I need you to do this job Mm -hmm. and I need you to do this job, especially when it's Christmas week. Because it's like, okay, but we are, we do have a dinner planned with family yeah. or we do have this thing and I do need to finish wrapping presents. Like there, you can't just no cancel much. everything. Yeah. yeah. And some of those things are really important to my mm. heart, but having all of the things put away where they actually go, maybe doesn't really matter for that week. And so even though part of me is like, oh, I don't even want to go in my laundry room when this week is done. Because <laughs> I know that it has all those, like I call it my catch-all room. Because yeah. <laughs> I'll just like gather up the things. And yeah. if there's a countertop that's driving me crazy, but I know it's not going to, it's very patient. The stuff on the countertop will gladly wait yeah. <laughs> until after Christmas. It doesn't mind. Yeah. I'll just dump it all in a basket. And put it on the laundry room. And then that week after Christmas, pick a day where I'll have That's the kids idea. go through it with mm-hmm. me. And then we'll find homes for all of the mm-hmm. things and get everything put away. But just having things in a space where our space felt like it was under control. Yeah. And again, like it's not perfect by any means. But it's enough under control that it yeah. brings peace Mm-hmm. to my heart mm-hmm. and then to the kids as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah. And I like the idea you mentioned about a movie too. I think that's another tool that can really be good for the kids and for us. Um, I've found even that picking, if it's a night that we don't have to do like a meal, whether it be lunch or dinner or whatever, all together, just to give me a little space for my mind mm-hmm. to say, you know what, we're going to all we're going to all do this and making myself even sit with them. Yeah. That their hearts are (laughs) so served when I sit still with them and then also asking for help. I think, uh, I just, (laughs) I feel like, I don't know why I feel like everyone thinks that like I, cause no one does think that I should do it all, but I feel like I should do it all. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so having, asking for help either from the kids to say like, Hey guys, 
We're going to take this hour and we're going to get all these, get these things done. And that's okay. Cause I think that again, teaches yeah. them like everyone needs help and yeah. we're a team again. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and there's vulnerability in that and mm-hmm. teaching your kids to be like, it's okay to ask for help. Mm-hmm. It's okay to need something from somebody else, especially in a season when nobody's stopping mm-hmm. and nobody's really taking the time. Like it's okay to say, you know, Hey, we're part of this team. Let's do this together. Mm-hmm. How do we do this together? It's a good skill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And asking my husband. That's the other thing that I kind of feel like, well, since I, I mean, I work some, but I'm mostly at home during it all. And so I kind of feel like, well, if I'm mostly at home, I should be mm-hmm. able to do all the things and have yeah. them all taken care of. But if I can't, like asking and saying, hey, would you mind helping with this? And like, I can't think of any time that he's been like, no, you know, or he might say, honestly, it doesn't really matter to me if it doesn't matter to you. And then I'll be like, oh, well, okay. Guess we can just leave it undone. Yeah. But he's on your team too. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, this was so fun. Thank you guys so much for talking with us about this. And I hope that come December 26th, when we look back on this week, that we see it as one Mm -hmm. just of peace and joy of time together with family. I'm guessing you probably already know what you're feeling burdened by. What shoulds do you need to let go of to enjoy the present without anxiety? Christmas is a time of peace and reflection. It's a time to enjoy the people around us, and that requires time and less distraction. It's okay to limit those things that distract or overwhelm us. Let's give up the things we can to lighten our loads and allow us to be present with the people God has given us. Take a deep breath and ask the Lord what he wants you to prioritize during this holy week, and he will lead you. Can I pray a blessing over you? Lord, you know the heart and mind of each mom listening. As written in Psalms, we ask you to search us, O Lord, and know our hearts. Test us and know our anxious thoughts. May you clearly reveal those anxious thoughts so that we can fully surrender them to you right now. Jesus, as we celebrate you this week, may you fill these sweet mamas with overflowing joy. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of our weekly conversations. And check out our show notes below, where I have links to the resources mentioned on the podcast. I release a new podcast every Monday and additional content at seekholyliving.com, including a video of this conversation and a deeper dive into all things mom. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Seek Holy Living for more fun and conversation. If this was an encouragement to you, please share it with your friends. And join us next week as we make New Year's resolutions of peace.